Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and Happy New Year. Great to see you all again. Uh, I hope you're doing okay. Now, if you're in the UK, then you'd have to be on another planet not to know that there has been a further lockdown in in most of the UK. Uh, and all right, this is, is, is perhaps not so different from tier four that we were in already just before Christmas, as you, you probably followed on my uh, post, but it is slightly tougher. And they are bringing these measures into law saying, you cannot leave your home unless you have a, a reasonable excuse. You actually need an excuse to leave your home and police can go and arrest you. They can fine you and, and, and all the rest of it. So that's where we are now. Uh, we thought it was going to be a great start to the new year, but this has come as a bit of a blow to thousands of hospitality businesses, which look like they might have to close until almost March. And so it, it is definitely going to be a, a very tough year for, for businesses, particularly those businesses that are, are what, what I would call physical businesses with with premises and rent to pay, uh, rates to pay and that sort of thing. The, the online businesses are, are just booming and going through the roof in, in most cases. Uh, now, there's, there's a quote from, I'll, I'll paraphrase, there's something from Darwin who said that the strong, it's not the strongest and fittest, but the most adaptable and flexible that survive uh, a, a crisis or a, or a catastrophe uh, like like an ice age or meteors landed on the UK. You know, you think of the dinosaurs being wiped out. They were the biggest and strongest and fittest, but but they didn't survive. You know, it's the smaller and, and more flexible animals that survived and, and insects and, and, and these sort of things that can survive anything. Uh, so it's the, the most adaptable and fittest that survive. And this is true in, in business when you're in a job. You know, if you see uh, people that can adapt and, and go with the flow sometimes, uh, they seem to be the ones that, climb the ladder of success in, in a company. And I think it's the same in business. You've got to be able to adapt and survive. The cycle of business now is much shorter. You know, go, go back to the last century. Some business models lasted for half a century. You know, 30 years, 20 years wasn't uh, unusual before they had to change. Uh, if you think of film, camera, you know, camera, film in, in cameras and that sort of thing, um, you know, how long that survived, you know, for maybe 50, 60 years, maybe more, maybe 100 years before it went digital. And there is a story that Steve Jobs approached Kodak and and uh, and looked at Kodak and said, well, you've got this format of digital photography. But he found out that it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't uh, made into a pattern and he couldn't believe that. Anyway, they didn't make it into a pattern. And, you know, Kodak from being one of the, the most successful companies in the world, the biggest in, in film and that sort of thing, and cameras. And they, they just went downhill from there. Their, their, their valuation over the next few years plummeted as, as things moved on. And you could look at lots of other opportunity, uh, other examples of that, where, you know, the, the music industry has, has completely changed. Um, you know, phones, companies that like Nokia, that were the top mobile phone company, didn't adapt. And, you know, they, they've, they've become one of the, the bit players now. So you've got to be, be able to adapt in business. And, and, and I found when, when I was running a company in, in recruitment, we had to adapt almost every year. There were always changes coming up. So what I'm going to give you is five 
quick tips to help your business survive in 2021, assuming you're, you're in some sort of business. Now, number one, if you haven't already done so, you must get online. And you know, if you, even if you're online, you must really learn how to sell your goods and services to, let's frank, frankly, the billions of people buying stuff online every minute of every day. Online sales and online deliveries have just gone through the roof in the last couple of years. So you've got to, you've got to be doing that. It's not just enough to, to say, I've got a website and you know we 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 do this and we do that and it's there uh i don't understand why nobody's visiting it you've got to do a bit more than that and you know if you need any help with that contact me we can perhaps point you in the right direction uh point you towards some training in that but, but you've got to really get get with it now uh because this this pandemic has has leapfrogged us forward five years to where we would have been in five years uh had had this pandemic not happened and if you think of companies like zoom and and the way meetings are going how they you know suddenly catapulted out of out of nowhere only a few people knew about these things and and you know so it it really has acted as a catalyst for for change okay so you've got to get online and you you've really got to learn how to do it you've got to learn how to to get with advertising it's not just enough to have a site there or put a put a few blogs here and there or send out you know a dull newsletter i mean i i get newsletters from estate agents saying uh, the local newsletter. Am I really going to open that and then go to another site and then look at that? You know, no. It's got to be something that grabs you. It's got to be something that you know will really get your attention and and want make you want to open that that newsletter. Assuming you're doing a newsletter, of course. But there are lots of ways of selling online, and you you really and if you look at the big retailers, the ones that have adapted to this, uh, like like Next, for instance, comes to mind. You know, they've been running an online model for quite a while where you can go to a store you can buy in the store but you can also order from they were one of the first ones to have a catalog system with combined with the store now they're doing online combined with the store so you can order stuff online you can go there you know normal times you can try the stuff on if you don't like it you give it back no questions asked and, and you walk out if you like it you buy it there and then um and and they have a very good website you know where stuff has been reduced all the time you can keep a track on things and then you've got the stores there as well. They've been doing very well. Other big stores have have not been surviving so, so much. And some have gone out of business in the last year uh, because, you know, partly from the pandemic, but partly maybe they weren't being run very well. Maybe they haven't changed with, with the time. So you've got to be adaptable. So you can see these huge conglomerate, huge big companies actually going into administration in the last year. I'm thinking of Debenhams, House of Fraser, uh, that have just almost bit the dust uh, because they haven't been able to adapt. And retail analysts have said their business is looking tight. It hasn't really adapted to the, to the new way of doing things. OK, number two is stay open for business. You know, I, I despair at some of the, the businesses that have not been open during various lockdowns and tier threes and tier fours. They're just sort of closed up. So, well, it's not worth opening, is it? Whereas, you know, I mean, I'll give you a simple example uh, just before Christmas um, or, or over the Christmas period. Actually, there were you, you were still allowed to to offer takeaway services at, at coffee shops and you know during those sort of bank holiday periods a lot of shops as well i'm not going to bother opening there's a coffee shop i won't open and out of all the the coffee shops in the town only starbucks was open and, and f- funny enough they had a big queue outside of people wanting to buy stuff there pubs as well um i know a lot of pubs are closed and they can only offer takeaways but a lot of them didn't even bother doing that whereas you know i went into london and i saw pubs with queues of people outside buying takeaway drinks beers and you know, draft beer that you can't sort of get in a shop. And so so they at least tried to, to make an effort to continue uh, doing stuff. But I didn't see that everywhere. 
So where, where it's legally possible to do so, you must try and stay open because many of your competitors will just uh, will just close down. And I mean, Zig Ziglar said years ago that, uh, you know, uh, in, in your in your area, uh, there'll be people that have um, you know, businesses similar to yours, but they'll be doing better than you. And, and that's always true. But he said in, in a recession, uh, his his model is to say, well, in a recession, I want to increase my business. I actually want to double my business because I know that my competitors will stop offering business. They'll just say, well, it's a recession on. There's no point in going out there and selling. And a friend of mine who runs a, a large insurance brokerage said the same thing, that when the first lockdown happened, a lot of the big companies just said, oh, no, it's a lockdown. We can't open up. And he picked up a lot of extra business uh, because they, they were not answering their phone, not dealing with things. Uh, and, you know, I... I I, I, I told you this story before that um, I, I was helping friends find a funeral service, went down the high street, went to the, the one that was recommended, and it just had a sign on the door. Due to lockdown, we can't open this branch. You have to phone this number and speak to us and all this sort of stuff. And, and yet the one next door, uh, it was still a good company, but not not the, the elite company of that area, were open. And of course, we went in, we, we ordered the, the funeral and, and they got thousands and thousands of pounds worth of business. But the fact, because they were open for business and you've got to be. Now, I'm not saying all businesses can open, but you can't open restaurants and pubs during a lockdown. But where possible, try and offer something, whether it's takeaway food or whatever it is. So many restaurants I've seen are not even offering takeaway food. They're just sort of closing up. So it's not worth it. So you must remain open. Number three, then, is to increase your level of service rather than decreasing it and reducing it like most people do. This should not be an excuse for a lack of service. It's not been an excuse to say, well, we can't do this because of the lockdown. You know, you can. That There are lots of companies I've found that say, well, due to the lockdown, we're not doing this and we're not doing that. And, you know, and we're not answering our phones and, and all this sort of sort of excuses, really. There's no excuse for this because, you, you know, very cheaply now you can set people up to work from home. Um, not every business has to hide behind doors and closed doors. And I, I found this recently with a solicitor's firm that, you know, uh, just suddenly decided they, they can't see clients. They can't even let you come to their office to sign a document uh, and, and this sort of thing. They just won't entertain you. And and, and that, that I think that's a little bit sad because I, I know that there'll be other solicitors will be a bit more flexible and will actually increase their level of service and therefore increase their level of business, even during a lockdown, even during this recession, the worst recession we've had for something like 300 years. Number four is look for new opportunities because there will always be opportunities out there, especially in a recession, especially in a depression. That's the time to look for new opportunities. And I'm thinking about um, a lady I saw on the news today. Uh, she's based not far from me in North London. And, and during the lockdown, she set up uh, a little website offering free tips to, to parents uh, and on how to entertain your kids. And she made it a little bit fun. And, and she, she, she came up with fun ideas of how to keep your, your family amused. And, and one of them was um, get the kids to mop the floors by playing ice hockey with lumps of ice. And that's what they, so while they're running around with a mop and lumps of ice, they're actually mopping the floor at the same time. And, you know, it come loads of little tips. I won't go through the whole lot of them. But then she got a commendation from the prime minister. She got a million people visiting her site and a publisher then picked up the idea and they published a book before Christmas. And it's a nice colourful, fun-sized book um, that, that you buy as a gift. And she's published a book on it. And now, you know, she's going from strength to strength. Look at Joe Wicks, you know, how he launched something 
uh, out of nothing and he gets millions of viewers and he, he's back again. Um, so you, you've got to look for opportunities. Now, a lot of people in, in lockdown just sort of sit down and watch Netflix. You don't have to do that. I mean, look at um, Taylor Swift. Now, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not Taylor Swift, am I? But she recorded and released three albums last year. The one that she's the top uh, entertainer in the world. Sophie Alex Baxter started her kitchen boogie thing and, and got on the radio and got, got back into to, to the flow of things. Lots of people have been doing online uh, performances, online shows. I'm thinking of Kevin McDonald in, in, in Kevin McDonald in property. Uh, one, of, one of my mentors, he, he was saying in the webinar last night that, you know, when he, when the first lockdown first happened, he sat home watching Netflix and all oh, we're going to do. And then after five days, he said, this, this is crazy. What the hell am I doing? And they, they got out. Um, you know, he's got he's got responsibilities, he's got a family, he's got staff, he's got offices and they got out and started organising things. They, they, they got uh, online viewings going, virtual viewings. They just got out and did it while other places closed down. And I saw a lot of estate agents just shut their doors in recession, stay at home. It's it's absolutely bonkers and crazy. I'm not saying you have to take risks here. Another friend of mine, Sam Fongo from Midas Property, he he's into uh, online auctions and uh, in fact, I, I sold a little flat on his online auction recently. He stayed going. The auctions have stayed going. Right, they can't have a room full of people, but they can sell things online. And he, he organizes virtual viewings and he's kept going. Uh, you know, if you think about you know, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, his, his wealth has gone up by billions. So has um, Elon Musk and people like that. Now, I know we're not all Jeff Bezos, you know, but there are opportunities. There's always, a, you know, one man's Ceiling is another man's floor. One man's disaster is another person's opportunities. Every cloud is a silver line and all those things. There's always opportunities out there. So, so go and look for them. Number five is to check the, the government websites for any grants, supports or relief available for your business. Rishi Sunak announced £4.5 billion worth of uh, reliefs and, and support for business, particularly in the uh, hospitality and catering sector. Uh, so you've got to look out for these things because I, I, I talked to a lot of self-employed people who didn't even apply for the grants and then they lost out because the the grants or the the rebates or the 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 bounce back loans had, had expired by the time they got on and got got dealing with it uh, a lot of people failed to, to take advantage of furlough schemes and this sort of thing so you, you've got to look out for these supports talk to your accountant or just look out for the, the what's available to you at any one time just google it and i've got to say lastly is to hang in there you know, don't despair keep going even through this crisis you can Reduce the size of your business. You can perhaps give up that expensive office, work from home. There's always a way of keep going, but don't don't give up uh, because it's in these times that you know we, we learn what it's all about. We learn how to be strong and and to definitely keep going in the in these times. Or if if you can't keep your business going, then just maybe you know, park it for a while, get a job, get some income coming in somehow, or, or and do your business part time. But I'm sure I'm I'm telling you. There is opportunities out there. There's always stuff that, that can be found. And I've just given you a few examples of people that have, have, have transformed their lives during you know, the, the worst recession in 300 years. Now, have a look at my, my other episode I put out just before Christmas, Seven Steps to Transform Your Finances as well. That's on personal finances. I'll put a link up on, on here for you. So, so thanks for listening and have a great evening. And I hope that we can all have a better 2021 than we did last year. Although, you know, it's looking bad at the moment. Things always look bad in these sort of times, but we will get out, we will get out of this. And I, I'm sure um, that we'll find a light at the end of the tunnel, which hopefully will not be the, the headlight of an oncoming train. And 
you know, I mean, the government, they're, they're talking today about, the, of course, the million people have had uh, a vaccine, but there's also a million people that have had uh, been infected with COVID. Uh, they're not the same people, by the way. They're different million people. But I, I know that things will, will get better. They, they treat the, the disease much better now. And, you know, we know that less than 1% of people actually die from it. And it's mostly those people in their 80s. So I'm not saying don't be safe. You've still got to be safe. I wear a mask as soon as I step out my door. Uh, but but I, I'm sure that there will be uh, an end to this and we will get through this and things will be better. So thanks for listening and, and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 